Hi there. My name is Amanda Poole-Walsh, and I'm the founder of Astrology Hub. And I'm Donna Woodwell, Astrology Hub Senior Editor and Master Astrologer. And we are here for your weekly forecast for the week beginning on July 15th. All right, Donna, give us the goods. What's the theme? Okay, well, Amanda, you know, it's a strange week with the partial lunar eclipse and one of the longest void, of course, moons for the entire year. Thinking good advice for the week is to just breathe. You know, if things get too emotionally entangled, maybe just take a moment of stillness and listen to the sound of your own breath and come back to center. Mm, gosh, so that's like sitting in some discomfort, you thinking, breathing through it? I'm thinking that it's a strange week and sometimes it's going to be strange enough that you're not going to know what to do. And so maybe just being still and centered is the best place from which to choose to take action. Awesome. I, I know it can be hard to sit in that, you know, it's like we want to do something <laughs> to like get out of the feeling, you know, like when it's all like weird, right? Crazy void moons this week, several of them. And we've had having a lot more lately because the planets are switching signs. And so, I mean, at least the good news is anything you try to do won't work very well. <laughs> so maybe just still and wait. <laughs> Exactly. We've been warned. Okay. So anything we try to do isn't actually going to work that well. So may as well surrender to breathing. That's <laughs> the bottom line. Okay. I have actually a keychain that says just breathe that I sometimes carry around as a little talisman that I'm not in control of everything. Okay. So <clears throat> Monday, at least, is another get up and at the day with the pragmatic Capricorn moon trining innovative Uranus on Monday morning, the Idea Factory may be churning it out at full throttle. So it's a great day to get to work on your next masterpiece, perhaps. Last week's Pluto theme continues into Tuesday during the partial lunar eclipse. That's because the partial eclipse is occurring, which is a really a supercharged full moon at 24 degrees Capricorn, which is right next to Pluto. So we're bringing the underworld theme from Pluto and the shadow theme from the partial lunar eclipse together on the same day. So it's ringing with those themes of how your emotions interact with your feelings of power for good or for ill. Now, emotions can certainly fuel your passion and your drive. But as we all know, they can just as easily imprison you with your own fears or if you allow other people to imprison you with their projections and their emotional stuff and toss it onto you. So we've talked about this eclipse in the eclipse episode. Amanda, which one was that? It's episode number 31. And Amanda, I know because you work with you work with some pretty deep emotions when you do the amazing stuff that you're studying with relationships. How do you think that our emotions interplay with our sense of empowerment? Oh God, I love that you asked this question because I was having the experience of it today. I had a, 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 an emotional morning that felt sort of like you know that that when you feel that tangly like emotion where you you know you're like in someone else's things. You know, like it's not only yours and whatever's happening for them, it's triggering you. And then now you're both in it. And I always think of like tumbling around in the white water of a wave together. It's like, God, no one's helping anyone when we're both here. So I've been doing this, um, this weightlifting program. And so I went to the gym to do my little program and I didn't have any power. It was so interesting. I couldn't 
I couldn't do it the way that I have been doing it. And I felt a, li- a literal lack of power. So to for you to ask me that specific question, I'm like, wow, I just had a very visceral experience of my emotions and my entanglement um, affecting my ability to access my own power. And so when I, when I was there, it was like, okay, I feel this need to fix this. I feel this need to fix it. And then I was like, well, what if I just did nothing? What if I really just did nothing and just let it play out and just see what happens? And instead of doing that knee jerk, I got to like fix this, just let it go for a little bit and see what happens. And from that place, I could feel my own power coming back, you know, and I was able to actually finish my workout and actually, you know, somewhat do it. It was better than the track I was on, which is like, I want to blow this whole thing off and just leave, you know? So I think it's really, it's really interesting to observe in ourselves, you know, how our emotions can derail us and, um, and then what we can do about that, you know, how we can get back on our own track. And I think you stumbled on exactly what I meant with the theme for the week is just breathe, just breathe through it and don't it's not always about finding some hard grab the reins and fix it idea. Sometimes you just need to be present with what's happening. Well, and also not do the thing that you always do. Because if there's, if, if you always go into this like knee jerk, okay, now I got to fix it. And like, I'm in this role in this, you know, whatever relationship or whatever's happening, you're just going to get the same result. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Oh my God, how many times do we do it? I think especially in our interpersonal relationships. So maybe we're all insane. We probably are. But I'm, <laughs> I think, you know, catching yourself and being like, God, I always respond or I always react this way. What if I just don't do that this time? And just see what happens. I mean, you, are, you already know what you're going to get the other way. May as well like play a little game with it and see what happens. So, okay. All right. That was a long answer to your question. Well, you know, we got plenty of time to work through these things after the eclipse because, you know, eclipse happens and then we've got up oh, 12 hours of a void moon right after it. So you'll have plenty of time to process the full moon conjunct Pluto um, and sit and discover what you're pulling up from the depths. After that, the moon slides into Aquarius on Wednesday, which may bring some a welcome emotional detachment. But it also forms a tense alignment with what astrologers call another fixed T-square. So the moon's opposite the retrograde Mercury in Leo and squaring off with Uranus in Taurus. So some of the same plans we've been working with before. You know, the call to freedom on Wednesday is certainly strong, but many, because of the planets involved, may lack the grace and tact when expressing what their needs for freedom and space actually are. So if you find yourself in one of these sticky situations and, and, and unable to get the words out or, or feel like once you do get them out, you're misunderstood, um, again, it's a good chance to try to take a breath and remain as objective as possible. Maybe even giving yourself a little bit of a time out until cooler heads prevail. Now, I personally already have Thursday, July 18th blocked off on my calendar as a day for a personal retreat. Because mid-morning, the Aquarian moon turns void of course for a whopping 28 
hours. So basically until Friday afternoon. So that's over a day. Now, void moons, if you've been following along in our podcast, are really like slack tide, so to speak. Um, if, you were, if you were surfing, you would paddle out past the wave and there's this sort of trough between the waves where you just sort of hang and there's no oomph to push you into shore. That's what a, a void moon is like. So they're great for kicking back and paddling around and reflecting and catching up and, I don't know, looking at the stars and just sort of hanging. They're just not very good for launching something new. Today, the only break in that void moon is a sweet trine between Venus and Cancer and Neptune and Pisces. And fortunately, that duo doesn't really have many earthly ambitions either, at least not beyond, you know, a spa day or a day at the beach. So I say keep it simple and low key. I know what I'm going to be doing. I got so many plans in the fire that I have just been dying to get to from books and little things that need setting up. I am just going to unplug for the entire day and get some things off that I've been waiting to do. I know it's not the most yummy thing, but it's what's going to feed my little Virgo self. So Amanda, if you had like a day to just have a personal retreat, how would you spend it? God, such a good question. And I never even let myself think about things like that. I mean, honestly, I think it would probably include unplugging my technology. So like no phone, no text, no emails, no nothing. Um, except for I really like to listen to podcasts and things. So that would be hard for me. I don't know if I could actually do that, but okay, fine. Maybe with a, f- a few little... You know, there are devices you can get to listen to podcasts that aren't actually connected to text and things. Yeah, that could work. That could work. I mean, the, the girls and I, so me and my daughters actually gave ourselves permission to have a do nothing day last Sunday. Like we did nothing. We literally, and, and they go to Waldorf school, which is like very much not into like media and stuff. And I'm sorry if any of the, their teachers are listening right now, but we really needed to just absolutely do nothing and like zone out and veg out. So I, we literally watched movies all day long. It was like, let's watch this one and then watch this one and watch this one. And it felt good to just give ourselves permission to just literally do nothing. I was like, you guys, I don't even want to cook dinner. Like, is there anything, can we just have bananas and like, (laughs) you know, just not even do like that piece of it. So I might have to sit on that a little bit more. I don't know. You all can think about that too. If you could take a personal retreat day, what would you do? Just like mock it up. Cause it sounds like July 18th is the time to do it. I know. I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's, (laughs) you know, our society is overburdened and overstressed if the concept of just one day without a phone or email, you know, makes us all like orgasmically happy. (laughs) Yeah. God. (laughs) We might, we might have a little problem with balance. (laughs) We might, we might. Yeah. Wow. Oh, goodness. Okay. Well, the overnight hours between Thursday and Friday, um, retrograde Mercury slips quietly backwards into Cancer, where he was, you know, with all of the really tense aspects that we had a few weeks ago. And he'll spend the next few weeks cleaning up all the residuals from any of the emotional stuff that came up during that period of time. So any attachments you've been meaning to shed and just didn't quite get around to it, guess what? You get a second chance thanks to Mercury and his little retrograde. So give him some time to work his magic and you'll come out on the other side feeling lighter and a little more free. 
on into the weekend, as I mentioned, the void moon continues through Friday uh, when the moon then slips into watery Pisces. So basically the holiday in your head continues all the way through Friday. Now, some folks might be up early on Saturday morning. That's thanks to the easy sextile between the moon and zany Uranus again. So that, again, great idea might come through in Saturday morning in a dream. You might find yourself bounding out of bed, wanting to get on it right now. That's been happening to a lot lately, especially to me. So keep a pencil and paper by the bed to capture it before it drifts away. Or, you know, just get up and get to work because... I think these solve the Virgos in the world. If they're anything like me, we can be very prescribed and working on our to-do list. So this Uranian energy is like shaking up process and asking us to do it a little bit differently. I know I can feel this really personally. You know, we've been talking the last couple of weeks um, that I am on a little bit of an epic adventure which has me starting a brand new project. I have well over 60 courses that I've made on my own over the years that are sitting on my hard drive doing nothing, doing nothing. And teaching is my absolute favorite thing. So I've needed to make a little readjustment in my life so that I can spend more time teaching for Astrology Hub, teaching with my own courses, setting up my own school to offer some of them. And in order to do that, I realized that you have to look at your whole life and see where your time is going. And one of the things that I could give away is this podcast. And if someone came along who was just perfect to take my place, it would be win-win for everybody. So if you haven't been tuning in, I am going to be leaving this podcast in just a few weeks and turning over my baton to a really epic astrologer. Amanda, I swear to God, the first time I met Stormy Grace, I was like, I felt like I'd met a soul sister and she totally belonged in the Astrology Hub family. I remember you saying that. You, it, it was like, okay, Amanda, you got to check out this girl. Her name's Stormy Grace. Go look at her videos and see what you think. And, and you were like, she's part of our tribe. And I went and I was like, it, I think it probably took me 10 seconds to have a complete resonance and just be like, yep, nope, you're right. I see exactly what you're, I see exactly what you're seeing and I feel exactly what you're feeling. And, you know, so it started out, she was on a podcast episode, episode number 17. This is Stormy Grace we're talking about, um, who is going to be taking over for Donna on the forecast beginning at the very, very end of July. Um, so we, we had an episode with her, episode 17, you can check out. Then we, um, had her as a teacher on our course that we did in the spring, Your Soul Purpose. And now she's going to be the co-host of the forecast for the podcast. And she, it, it really is like that one of those beautifully synchronistic, um, yes, this is the right move kind of event. So many things conspired to happen all at once that just were like, oh my God, this is perfection. This is like the universe in perfect order showing itself to us. And we are really excited to introduce you all to Stormy. For those of you who don't know her, um, you're going to love her. And she's really, she's just really a beautiful astrologer. She brings so much wisdom and humor and fun. Um, so I think it's, it's going to be a great move. And knowing that Donna is going into a space where she can be doing more and more of exactly what she came here to do makes me happy as well. So I'm going to be headmistress McGonagall of Donna Philosophica's School of Magic and Mastery. Doesn't that sound good? Ooh, is that what it's called? 
Yeah, Donna Philosophical School of Magic and Mastery. Yes, all you have to do is go to, if you're interested in following what I'm going to do, you can go to magicandmastery.com right now, sign yourself up, and we will make sure that you get on the invitation list for all the cool stuff we're going to be doing. And we are launching fun beginner classes. And actually, now that the, did we ever talk about the book? I don't think so. I don't think so. We should tell them that too then, because thanks to all the amazing work Astrology Hub stuff, has done um, and the beginning course in our astrology chart reading series now renamed astrology chart reading level one. I got a phone call in um, March from the folks at Simon and Schuster, and they said they wanted me to write their astrology dictionary that will be coming out for the holidays. And I said, well, that is a really interesting idea. We have this great dictionary as part of our astrology chart reading course. I could expand on it and make it more for a popular audience. And they said, great, that would be awesome. You're perfect. Astrology Hub's amazing. Can you do it in a month? <laughs> so it's been it's been a crazy ride for me this year. Um, working with Simon and Schuster has been a, has been awesome because they're incredible. And the book launch party is also coming out in the fall while we're launching Magic School. So talk about cosmic cookies. There's a whole bunch of stuff happening all at once, but it's all perfectly aligned. And I know Amanda, we remember when we did the eclipse stuff in 2017, and we talked about you know what happens you know, when you're in the midst of change and you stand out there and bring it, I feel like we're all learning a little bit from that experience of, oh my God, everything is moving. And I I know I said, bring it, but I didn't mean this much. This time we're going through this eclipse season, but we're doing it with so much more grace, you know, which, you know, is literally true in this case, because stormy grace is coming on board. (laughs) And I love that it's stormy grace. So it's like that, it's kind of like that chaotic grace that an eclipse is is um, I know I love that okay all right so let's keep moving okay so the only other aspect of this day is the moon squaring off with Jupiter at midday but really your your biggest danger with that aspect is like eating too much at brunch or maybe doing overdoing it in the afternoon heat I mean either way just don't bite off more than you can chew and you'll be just fine so In the overnight hours between Saturday and Sunday, just packed with aspects, especially overnight hours if you're listening from North America. So since we're starting that downward slide into dark moon season, those may lead to some really odd dreams or a lot of tossing and turning overnight. If you manage to get any sleep at all, that is, because one of those aspects is the annual opposition of sultry Venus and obsessive Pluto. Now, That's some really steamy passion going on with a dark edge to it. So this is where the advice of both to enjoy or be safe could apply depending on your personal tastes and lifestyle. And then later in the day, the Pisces moon will trine Venus in Cancer and sextile Pluto in Capricorn. So that suggests that with the moon coming into the picture, anything that that Venus-Pluto opposition brought up, you know, all's well that ends well, no harm done. So Now, Mercury retrograde also meets the sun today for what's called his inferior conjunction. In other words, this time it's Mercury traveling in between the sun and the earth, just kind of passing us from the inside lane, so to speak. Um, You ever seen like driving on a highway and a car passes you in the left-hand lane? That's exactly what Mercury is doing. And it's the midpoint of his retrograde. Now, some astrologers link this moment to the start of a new Mercury cycle. So it's like Mercury's 
new moon, so to speak. So we're like starting a whole nother, you know, 88 day cycle where we're changing how we relate to Mercury and how we're doing it differently for the next round. So it might be a good day for you to sit down and plan out what your goals are for that next period of time, the next three or four months, so to speak, where you've been and what you decide needs to change in your life. So you know where you want to go next. So I know that's where I am right now. Amanda, you've been doing some long-term planning too, haven't you? Yes, we have. And um, the biggest things that we're working on right now is making all of our courses that we've created over the last four years, making them accessible and easy for all of you to, um, to get your hands on whenever you want to. And also um, working on our 2020 forecast event, which is when we will be opening up the doors for the inner circle um, for the 2020 year. So we're inviting all of our astrologers for the year and really just getting um, the plan in place for the inner circle membership for next year. So yeah, there's definitely a lot of good stuff, a lot of great energy. And I'm really using this retrograde period to do a lot of internal organization and restructuring and revision. And uh, it feels really good to be in that place. You know, Amanda, I, after you said that, I realized that in some ways, Astrology Hub and me personally are in the same place. We keep creating classes and we keep having them like on computers, but no one can get to them. And I mean, there's so much epic content out there that, you know, building, that's part of the work of Capricorn, um, of Saturn and Capricorn is building the systems that make things accessible to people so that they actually have staying power. Because if you just create stuff and it disappears, it's not doing the Saturn and Capricorn thing. Right. And I don't know if this is a, a, a Cap, I think it is a Capricorn thing too, but I, I love the building part. Like I love the building, the growing, the like, you know, more, more, more. And so this part actually requires some serious conscious like energy and effort to reel in and be like, okay, what have we built? What do, how can we change it, revise it, restructure it, um, and make it even better before we build more stuff? And that's the interplay between Jupiter and Sagittarius. More, 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 more ideas, more stuff, and Saturn and Capricorn. Let's stream it down, get to the essential. Exactly. And I remember um, Rick Levine talking about that in our 2019 forecast event in January. Just the, the Jupiter expansion, the Saturn contraction, and how you need both. And so that was actually one of the things I looked at astrology hub, I was like, whoa, we've been in Jupiter expansion for like four years. Might be some time for some Saturn. I don't even like the word constriction, but like, you know, in-breath. I like in-breath, out-breath. All right. So Donna, let's see. I would say the three things that I took away from this week is number one, just breathe. Things could get a little weird, a little funky, but fixing it and going to your, your knee-jerk reactions is not the answer. Take that pause, breathe. Uh, number two is we're having a partial lunar eclipse on Tuesday. It is the full moon conjunct Pluto. Um, so we're looking at how our emotions interact with our feelings of power. So again, this is not a time to fix that. You know, whatever you find, it's not like, okay, well, I'm going to go fix that part of me. It's a time to just observe it and be with it and experience it. And also July 18th, one of the longest void of course moons of the entire year is a great opportunity for you to schedule, schedule your own little personal retreat. So dream away and just mock up the perfect day for yourself and do it. All right. Thank you everybody so much for tuning in, for being a part of our community, and as always for making astrology a part of your life. We'll catch you on the next episode. 
With the intense energies of this summer and the life-changing alignments of 2020 just around the corner, community and trusted guides are as important as ever. And that's why I have a very special offer for you as a podcast listener here today. You may have heard of our Inner Circle online membership community featuring live new and full moon forecasts, ceremonies to help you align your intentions with the moon cycle, and mastery class astrology teachings led by the world's best astrologers. And maybe you've even considered joining us before. If so, now is definitely the time to take action because enrollment is closing on July 31st and doors won't be open again until 2020. And as a podcast listener, you have an opportunity to join us now and lock in our founding member pricing of only $27 a month. The membership will be $37 a month for new members when we reopen in 2020. So now is the time to join us and lock in the lowest pricing we'll ever offer. Just go to astrologyhub.com slash inner circle or click the link in the show notes to join us today. And when you join us now, you're going to learn from astrologers like Adam Gainsberg, teaching you how to work with your personal Venus phase so you can shine your light in the world. Nadia Shah, guiding you to embrace your unique talents through working with your 6th and 12th houses. The legendary Rick Levine, teaching on cultivating balance in relationships and much, much more. I invite you to join us and see for yourself why 76% of our members say they feel a greater sense of purpose and meaning in their lives since joining the inner circle, why 81% of our members say they feel a greater sense of community and belonging, and 88% say learning astrology is easier now more than ever because they've joined the inner circle. Remember, there's no contract and you can cancel your membership at any time, so trying it for a month is completely risk-free. If you want to join a supportive community of astrology lovers, get guidance from professional astrologers all year long, and learn astrology from the best astrologers in the world, then this is the community for you. The membership is suitable for all levels of astrological understanding, from newbies to veterans alike. And a note to our beloved existing members, your price will remain $27 a month as long as you stay in the membership. So for those of you who would like to join us, just go to astrologyhub.com slash inner circle or click the link in the show notes and lock in your founding member price of $27 a month before doors close on July 31st. I'll see you on the inside. Hi, this is Chris Kaplan, the producer of the Astrology Hub podcast. This episode is over, but check the show notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. And if you enjoyed our show, please subscribe and rate using the subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts.